Hello, this is my first episode of my new podcast. So, uh, introductions first of all. My name is Jet. This is the Final Boy podcast. Got the name from the horror. Big trope is called the Final Girl trope, which is basically just a big group of people go in, killer goes after them, only one person comes out, it's a girl. It's the final girl, but I'm not a girl, so <laughs> that's why it's called the Final Boy podcast. Uh, today... For my first episode, I thought I would just want to go through my to-watch horror list, movies I want to watch, horror movies, and some of them are going to be repeats. I'm just letting you know, I'm fairly new to horror, like I haven't seen like every single movie, but uh, let me just get into it. Yes, so I have my, my list here. Um, yeah, I just kind of want to get into this. The first movie I have here is The Mist. Um, this is a originally a Stephen King short story that was turned into a movie. I've heard it is very good. I really enjoyed the book. It is directed by Frank Darabont. Um, yeah, I just kind of read the book, really enjoyed it, and I wanted to watch it. So that's the, uh, that's the first movie on my watch list. Second here, I have... Candyman, starring Tony Todd as the Candyman. It is about, the best way I could describe it really is as people probably heard like Bloody Mary, you look in the mirror, you say Bloody Mary three times and Bloody Mary comes out and kills you. This is kind of the same sense, but you say Candyman, I think five times or so and he comes out and this is Really, it was originally a short story written by the director of Hellraiser. Turned into a movie that was directed by Bernard Rose. Um, it's apparently like a good horror movie. Good 90s horror movie. And I thought that I would want to watch it just to, uh, you know, see what it was, uh, see what it was like. Okay. I'm kind of rushing through this because I want, don't want it to stretch on for super long. And I have a fairly long list. Next, I have The Fly. So, people have probably, I don't know, heard of The Fly, but it's definitely the movie that... It's an essential horror movie, uh, starring Steve Buscemi. Um, It's about... He's a scientist in it. Oh, no, sorry, not Steve Buscemi. Jeff Goldblum. I messed that up. Jeff Goldblum. He's a scientist in it, and he creates... Time travel or teleportation. Transportation, yeah. Teleportation machine. But when he's in it, because you have to destruct the particles and reconstruct them, there was a fly in his, uh, in his thing, his teleporter. So he slowly throughout the movie turns into a fly. And you can probably find images of it at the end. He's, uh, pretty gross. But as I said, pretty quintessential horror movie. So I wanted to watch that. Uh, next of all, next up, we have the Blair Witch Project. Everyone's probably heard of the Blair Witch Project. It's a very famous movie. It's one of those found footage movies. Probably one of the first ones. There's, you got stuff like Cannibal Holocaust. That's really old. But, um, yeah, you, most people have heard of it. A bunch of young filmmakers are going into the forest looking for this alleged Blair Witch. Um, it... Has two director, two directors, Eduardo Sanchez and Daniel Merrick. Um, 
No, yeah, I think I'll go missing in it. And, you know, most people have heard of the Blair Witch Project, so I haven't seen it before, and I just wanted to get to it. Um, next of all, we have Scream. Scream was a 90s movie. Most people have either heard of that, or if they haven't heard of it, they've 100% seen the Ghostface logo, you know, so that was a big kind of part of Scream, a lot of different variations of Halloween costumes also, so you know, where you press the thing and the blood comes out and down the face, but that is, that's Scream, it's Ghostface, and a lot of people mix it up with Scary Movie, which was a parody of Scream, it was directed by uh, Wes Craven, same director as the Nightmare on Elm Street series, which I've seen and I love. Most of them. <laughs> but anyways, I, wa- I really wanted to watch Scream. Uh, so yeah, that one's on my on my list. Also, fun fact with that. When, bef- like when it was, before it was released, it was, like, it said that uh, Drew Barrymore was the star of it. Because she was a big name at the time. She'd done E.T., I think. And Courtney Cox was in it. I think that was before Friends. It was either before Friends or Friends had just started. But anyways, they said that Drew Barrymore was in it, and she's killed off within the first, like, 15 minutes or so. So that was just kind of a fun fact that people were surprised by when they watched it. Next of all, I have Psycho. I do not know how I have not seen Psycho yet. It is, like, probably one of the best horror movies ever, directed by Alfred Hitchcock. If you don't know who he is, he is a very, very famous movie director from, you know, earlier, I can't remember, it would have been like 50s, 60s, 70s, around then, probably stopped in the 70s, anyways, it's like, big movie, most famous scenes, probably the shower scene, lady in the shower, and there's a curtain pulled back, and she gets killed, um, I don't know how I have not seen Psycho yet, but I guess I'm gonna, I guess I'm gonna see it now, next of all, this is a rewatch, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. This movie, I honestly, I just love it. I love this movie so, so much, and I just needed to watch it again. It was directed by Toby Hooper. Um, I honestly, I just don't know what to say. I love this movie, and I just needed, needed to see it again. So, yeah, uh, that's uh, that's on my list. I also here have Paranormal Activity. Paranormal Activity is another found footage movie, sort of. There's this shot that keeps on recurring of like a security camera shot. It's a family, not a family, like a mom and, not a mom and dad, a married couple who are being haunted by ghosts. So they set this thing up and they get possessed. And, you know, I it's another one of these like, early 2000s movies that were, like, really, really scary and, you know, definitely shook people to the core because it looked so real, and um, I just wanted to kind of get around to watching that, so that one's on there. Next of all is one that some people probably haven't heard of. It's called The Wicker Man. Um, It was a 1973 movie, not to be mistaken for the Nicolas Cage movie, where he had a very over-the-top performance. I'll uh, play it for you. What is that? What is that? What is it? Oh, no, not the beast! 
So yes, that, that was just a short little clip of the Nick K, Nicolas Cage movie, which I'm not watching. I'm going to be watching the Christopher Lee version, directed by Robin Hardy, which released, as I said, in 73. It's about, like, an investigator who is Edward Woodward. People also might not have heard of him. And it's just kind of like a cult sort of thing. It's It's hard to explain, and I can't explain it very well because... I haven't seen it, but that was just a movie that I've wanted to watch for a while. Um, so yeah, The Wicker Man, that's going to be on my, on my watch list. Uh, next of all, I have Poltergeist. Now, most people have heard of Poltergeist. It was like a fairly big movie, uh, uh, sorry, (laughs) a ghost movie. Um, it was directed also by Toby Hooper, same director as Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Now, fun fact about this was that it was produced by Steven Spielberg. And he was also part of the screenplay. He wrote the story, so it had, like, some comedy. It had it has touches of Spielberg in it. If you've seen his movies, you kind of can tell that, I'm guessing. Well, that's what I've heard, sorry. Um, but yeah, good movie. Probably most most uh, famous scene is the little girl, and she turns around to her parents with the TV on at night, and she says they're here. And that was just another movie that kind of really scared people. So I wanted to watch that one. Uh, yeah. Next of all, I have The Omen, released in 1976, directed by Richard Donner. Um, it was it's a story about a little boy, Damien Thorne. And it's like, he's a spawn of Satan. Or he's, he's the Antichrist. He's, he's basically, he's the son of Satan, which, you know, is, is bound to be a, g- a good movie, except for sequels, fortunately. And just a bunch of sinister events take place after this child comes into the world. So, I want to watch that, just to, you know, I, I I like little creepy children, and that one is definitely probably one of the quintessential creepy children movies. Next of all, we have The Witch. The Witch was a 2015 movie um, starring Anya Joy Taylor, Taylor Joy, Ugh, I can't remember her name, I'm going to have to search it up quickly. Let me see, sorry, for this. Anya Taylor-Joy, yeah. It was directed by Robert Eggers. Eggers. And um, it's about, it takes place like early 17th century, New England. And it's about this family that is, that like Satan is there. And there's a witch also that keeps on stealing their kids. Um, not to be... Not to be like, kind of, what's the word? Not to be like, kind of like the possessed sort of way, but the, but Satan is just 
always there coming after them. It's the best way I could describe it. So, yeah, that's that. Next movie I want to watch. I keep on saying this next movie I want to watch. Next movie I want to watch is The Birds, which is another Alfred Hitchcock movie. Um, I can't remember what year it was released in, but it's about a tiny town. And I know this is 63 it was released in. So, like, a small town. I know this is going to sound weird when I say it, but they keep on getting attacked by birds. And, like, they're getting killed and stuff. And it's just another quintessential horror movie that I wanted to get around to watching. So, yeah, that one's on my list. Next of all, this one is probably something that nobody has ever heard of. Uh, It's called Nosfajuru. It is... (laughs) Weird name, but it was 1922 film. It is considered to be the first horror film ever. Like, it is the first horror film. It's not that long. It's only an hour and a half. But it is, like, the quintessential very first horror film. And I just thought, like, maybe Phantom of the Opera could have also been considered that. I don't know when that one came out. But Nosferatu, 1922, I just think that this movie is going to, like, I can watch it, and I can just think about how di- how much horror has changed. So, yes. Next of all, and this was, like, there had already, already been some found footage films, but this is the movie that I think really shot it off, and this is REC. Stands for Recording, R-E-C. I don't know if it's, if I should call it Wrecker or REC, but this is what started off kind of the whole found footage horror films, such as Quarantine. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of some other ones. Sorry. Host, Unfriended, a lot of those. And this movie, it got really good ratings. It's about, like, another sort of... I'm trying to find a way to describe it because I know all these plots and it's like she has a disease that gives her like superhuman strength. So I just thought, yeah, this is one of the first, first found footage films. And I just thought that this would be another good movie for me to watch and see the whole history of one big subgenre of horror. Next of all, I have, and this was a very big movie in 2018, I think. It's called uh, Midsommar. I've seen this one before. It was 2019, sorry. And it's really good. It's another cult story movie directed by Ari Aster. Um, it's really, they go to an island to like mend their relationship, these two people, and they're like, sucked into a cult, and I'm trying to describe it, and I might be off with my description. I'm trying to describe it without spoiling anything, because it's a very uneasy movie. It almost has Wicker Man vibes. Like, it's a very kind of culty, sort of like estranged people, all just like living here, worshipping to this god, and you know, I just thought that it would be a good good movie and I've seen it before and it is a good movie and I thought it would be a good one for me to rewatch. and also this is a good time for me to mention that every time I watch one of these movies I am going to be um, reviewing them on the podcast so that's just giving you some 
information. Every time I watch one of these movies, I'm going to be doing a review on it. Next of all, I have Us. And Us is a Blumhouse movie um, made by Jordan Peele from Key and Peele. He also made... Um, oh, what's it called? Sorry, I'm having so much trouble remembering it. Um, Get Out. And I also have this one on my list for later on, but I'll talk about it later. And it's about... Yeah, it was directed by Jordan Peele. Anyway, it's about this, like, there's two different... Everybody has, like, a clone almost. And they're, like, intruders, and they look exactly the same as you, but they're not good people, and they're trying to attack you and kill you. And I'm trying to kind of say this as most unspoiled as I can, because I, I do know the plot of this movie, and it didn't get as good ratings as Get Out, but I still did get, like... A fairly good reception, which now brings me to Get Out. And Get Out was Jordan Peele's first look into horror, and uh, it was it was a good one. I haven't seen this one. I still kind of know the sort of plot. I know the plot of a lot of these movies. I'm trying not to spoil them, but it's about like I'm trying not to spoil this. He, it's like an African-American guy and his girlfriend, and he goes out to meet the family, and everything's kind of seeming fine at first, but a bunch of strange things are starting to happen, and, you know, it all escalates later on, so I just wanted to watch, watch that one, because I've heard it's gotten really good reception. Next of all, I have Rosemary's Baby, another big kind of movie, big horror movie that defined horror. 1980, I think, yes, and it was, like, it's about a mom whose child is the son of Satan, her, and she didn't have a child with Satan, but that, well, she did, but her child is Satan, and the, like, her neighbors are trying to go after the, the child, and, you know, I just, another one of those Possessed Children of Satan movies that I wanted to wanted to get around to watching another quintessential horror movie. Next of all, I have Frankenstein. Uh, Frankenstein, another super early early horror movie. Nineteen thirty something, I think. Let me just check this because I don't want to get it wrong. Nineteen thirty-one. As I said, another big horror movie. Got like hundred percent on Rotten Rotten Tomatoes. Boris Karloff stars in it. Uh, directed by James Whale. It's when you see those pictures of the black and white Frankenstein. That's who this is, and it's like another like black and white super classic horror movie that I really wanted to watch, and uh, I put it on my list now. We have a couple more left. Next off. We have Hereditary. Hereditary was a mm, 2018 movie, I believe. Yeah, 2018 movie. Um, there's like a grandma who dies in it, and her daughter and grandchildren. They like find these terrifying, these dark, dark secrets about their like ancestors and all this, and it's. Another kind of supernatural horror movie that I've heard has a massive, massive twist at the end, so I'll be excited to see that. 
play out. Um, so yeah, Hereditary, next one on my watch list. Next off, I have another... Oh yeah, I forgot to say, uh, Nosferatu is a Dracula movie. He's Dracula in it, or a vampire. I also want to watch the 1931 version of Dracula. Um, also, like, really big early um, horror movie. I just, like, want to watch a couple of these really or early ones to, you know, get the sense of what horror was like before versus now. Kind of the old old people, not old people, but, like, olden times, people were just less immune to scary things. So something less scary was just so terrifying for them. So I wanted to see how some a movie like this that probably isn't going to be that scary would frighten people so much. Um... So yeah, that's just kind of my thought on the on the reason why I want to watch this. Uh, yes, the next movie I want to watch is Invasion of the Body Snatchers, nineteen seventy eight, uh, do- starring Donald Sutherland. Um, it was a remake for a classic horror film set in San Francisco. It's basically just about, like, aliens that come to Earth and kind of take over, and I haven't seen it, um, but I just kind of, that's the best I can pull out of it, the best definition, is just aliens coming over and taking over Earth. Um, so yeah, that's that one. Next off, I have a two-movie set. It is The Evil Dead and The Evil Dead 2. It's a zombie movie. Um, the first Evil Dead was 1981, and Evil Dead 2 was 1987. Both of them have good, good, um, like, response. It's, both of them are good movies. Not the first horror, um, zombie movie. The first one was Night of the Living Dead from, uh, George Romero, which I also have on this list. I'm going to talk about that quickly. It was really the first horror zombie movie ever, so that's what I have on my list. Now, back to The Evil Dead. Uh, the Evil Dead is a two two movies, and they're just kind of zombie survival movies. It's about the first one's five friends in, like, a remote forest, and zombie apocalypse happens. Um, yeah, I'm not going to kind of read the definition of the second one in case it spoils the first one. I haven't seen either of them, but... Uh, yeah, that's kind of all I have to say about the first one, is that was just a really good quintessential zombie movie. Um, next of all, I have Carrie. Carrie was a Stephen King written novel, turned into a movie starring Sissy Spacek. I'm not talking about the Chloe Grace Moretz one, because that one did not get very good reception. I'm talking about Sissy Spacek one that was released in the 70s. Um, I just wanted to watch this one, because... I'm a big fan of Stephen King, and I'm going to wait to read the actual book first, but once I do that, I'll watch the movie. Uh, It's a girl who's telepathic. You know, most people have probably heard of the end, or if they haven't heard the end, they've probably heard of her getting dumped dumped pig's blood on her. A lot of people have heard of that. That's just like a really big thing that's happened in horror movie history. So yes, Carrie, that's what I wanted to watch. The next off one is Twin Peaks Firewalk With Me. So Twin Peaks was a TV show. And this one didn't get as, like, wasn't considered to be as good as the show. 
But Twin Peaks was... I don't even know how to explain the show. I haven't seen the whole thing. So I'm just going to talk. It's a really quirky kind of show. Um, but this one... It's talking about, like, a folk town. A girl disappears while hunting for a man who murdered a teen girl. Or, sorry, the FBI agent disappears after he's trying to hunt down a teen girl. The killer, like, never apprehended. There's, like, some crazy, weird, dark visions and stuff going on. And I'm just kind of reading the plot summary for it. But that's something that I wanted to wanted to watch. Because I've seen a couple episodes of the show, and it's it's a good show. I have nothing against it. Um, my second last one, this is going to be a shorter episode because I didn't have much planned, is The Babadook. It was a 2014 movie, and it's about this kid who's, and they read this book with someone called The Babadook in it, um, director Jennifer Kent, and this boy keeps on saying he's afraid of The Babadook, and the mom gets kind of scared of this thing too when it starts to come after them really um so that's it's apparently a really good new movie so yeah there's that and last but not least one thing i was trying to sort of stay away from because i feel like once i watch one i'm gonna watch the rest of them but we're series but i just had to watch saw i just had to watch saw and i don't know how many other saw movies i'm gonna watch but I had to watch this one, the first Saw. So there's that, and it's about serial killer Jigsaw, who's not the puppet. Everybody thinks Jigsaw's the puppet. Jigsaw's not the puppet. The puppet is who Jigsaw takes the form of to tell the people where they are. Jigsaw's not the puppet. That's called Billy the Puppet. Anyways. <laughs> Sorry, went on a little times there. Saw, it's kind of two people are stuck in this room when they in the first one, and they just have to get out. And they're going to do anything they can to get out of this sort of trap. And most people have heard of Saw franchise. So, yeah, that's the last one. That's the last one on my list. Um, I'm just going to do a little talk now about it. Because I want to just tell you guys about how this was. This first episode was a little bit rough around the edges. And I think it's that I just wanted to get this podcast up. And I had watched The Exorcist, and I was taking notes on it for me to ta- do a review on The Exorcist. And I probably will later on, but I just don't didn't want to do The Exorcist right now. I just wanted to... I was watching it, and I was like, oh, I don't want to have to kind of write all these notes about it for the first time. I might rewatch it and use those notes, or I might just kind of do something else with The Exorcist. But that's what I was planning, and I just deleted it, and I was like, oh, I want to do something, though, so I... Decided to do this episode about movies I have on my want-to-watch list. Um, so yeah, now you know what I have on my watch list, what I'm planning on getting to. And I'm also wanting to let you know, anytime, anytime I watch one of these movies, I'm going to do a review on the podcast of it afterwards. Uh, so yeah, that's really all I have to say about this. This has been the, uh, this has been the Final Boy uh, podcast.